0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh,
1: mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 41. Tomorrow, uh, mix of rain and snow. That looks fun. High yeah. of 44. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, how'd you like to win hockey tickets for Saturday's game against the Providence Bruins?
1: Um, well, I'm already going, so I don't need to win the tickets. I'm just, you know. But uh, somebody else might. Yeah, well, I yeah. wasn't
0: speaking directly to you as speaking more to a universal audience that uh, might be interested yeah, but you
1: asked me like it was a personal question. Yes, I would like to win tickets okay, to the uh, Thunderbird.
0: Let's, okay, let's say you did not have tickets, right. and I had some to give, like a four-pack on the ice. Yeah. Would you want that?
1: I would want that, but I
0: can't win them because I work here. It's a very good point, Steve. Yeah. Um, You're
1: gonna have to give them out to somebody else.
0: Yes, someone is gonna win the uh, those that too, those tickets. It is a Thunderbird Thursday, after all, and uh, who wouldn't want that? Providence Bruins, Springfield Thunderbirds, going head to head on the ice. Uh, it's gonna be a humdinger. Sure is. Uh, there's that, and some other stuff coming up this morning too. It's 5:36 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Caller, Texas. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 5:52, in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Uh, It is going to be a mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 41. Tomorrow, snow and rain mix with a high of 44. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. And how much did you spend on your sweetheart for Valentine's Day?
0: What's your favorite uh, overspending story? Uh, Yeah, how
1: much should you spend on your on your significant other for Valentine's Day? Twelve bucks. Would you say sixteen thousand is a little excessive? That's way too much. Because that's what Travis Kelsey laid out for Taylor Swift. That included. Are you ready? Seven
0: thousand dollars on roses. Shh. What? (laughs) What kind of roses are you getting? And on Valentine's Day, that's uh, probably like what would normally be like 500 hours on roses.
1: A $1,050 black leather Duar beret. Okay. She she wore a $1,000 dwarf beret. The kind you buy when you win the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: a $5,100 emerald green Bottega Veneta medium Adiamo bag, whatever the hell that is. I don't even know. Uh, a $1,100 $1, wide-brimmed straw hat from Celine
0: Triumph. What about her I name uh, Like a Yankee candle.
1: Uh, right? Uh, wh- wh- what's going on here? What is it,
0: like 20 bucks and you're done?
1: Yeah, and you could have probably get one up there that smells like Taylor Swift. And then you give it to her and she's like, this doesn't smell like me at all.
0: You know, I kind of feel bad for, Taylor, uh, for, uh, for Travis Kelsey. Because he is, uh, he's got to act right. Yeah. Because he's never, ever, ever gonna uh, have a billionaire girlfriend ever again. Right. This is like the last shot.
1: That's what I'm saying. What do you get the woman who has everything? You really can't. You
0: can't. And that's uh, so he's kind of stuck.
1: Uh, and a Hermès. I don't know how you say that. Hermès scarf for 1300 bucks. What about some scratch tickets? Hey, you know what? Scratch tickets, Cumberland Farms, flowers. We talked about how uh, economical that is. The same flowers that are sold in the gas station are the same flowers that the florist gets.
0: Roses are red, violets are blue. Yeah. I got an Applebee's gift card just for you. See? That would that, be perfect. That
1: would make sense. Uh, anywho, a uh, woman taught her dog to respond to Harry Potter spells uh like uh, like avada caravra or play dead uh-huh. or, you know she does that and and the, and, and the dog's name is Dobby oh and my she God. did this whole thing online and she released this video it's so cute uh, I,
0: i'm going to assume she's single
1: yeah i would think so too and you would think that uh, you spent a lot of time doing that like, that's a lot of time to teach your dog how to speak Harry it's, Potter. It's it's, just, it's too much. Uh, Shutter Island has a core, uh, well, it has the most confusing ending. Did you ever see that movie? I don't think I did. Uh, yeah, Shutter Island has the most confusing ending, followed by No Country for Old Men and American Psycho. No, I don't think I know it. Uh, Inception, Oppenheimer, these are all weird endings. Did you see Oppenheimer?
0: No, not yet. I want to.
1: Is it? It's on. It, it's on something now, isn't it?
0: It's streaming now. I think at the end something blows up. You think so? I don't mean to be a spoiler.
1: Yeah. Oh, don't ruin it for me. Uh, Barbie, M- Memento, Fight Club. Yeah, whatever happened at the end of Fight Club? They blew up all those uh, credit card uh, mm-hmm. companies, and uh, what happened? What happened to society after that?
0: I would tell you, but there is no Fight Club.
1: And uh, The Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and The Shining are a tie for last place of unexplained endings.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Well, Jack Nicholson uh, succumbs at the end of uh,
0: The Shining. What's so hard about that? Oh, you ruined it for me. Oh, really? Did I? I I've seen it nine times, but I've I've completely forgot how it ends. Well, I'm sorry. I ruined a 45-year-old movie for you. I'll find a way to get
1: through. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel might be abandoning his late night post in a few years. He says, quote, I think this is my final contract. I hate to even say it because everyone's laughing at me now. Each time I think that, it turns out not to be the case. I still have a little more than two years left, and that seems pretty good. That seems like enough. He still could change his mind, of course. Uh, I'll take the summer off, or I'll go on strike. And you start going, yeah, I missed the fun stuff.
0: I wasn't even aware that fun stuff was happening on that show.
1: I haven't watched that show in years. I've seen clips on T on YouTube every once in a while. I
0: can't remember the last time I watched late night TV <laughs> at all. Even when I've been up late night, I think I
1: can't remember either. But there's enough people out there watching it because these studios are full. Or are they just grabbing people off the streets and going, "Here, come on in and see this show."
0: With this whole AI thing, you could have two people in the in, in the stands and make it look like a full theater.
1: Yeah, that's true too. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Is teaming up with Airbnb to offer an exclusive stay at a mountain view home just off the Las Vegas Strip, and the perks are wild. It's a four-bathroom, four-bedroom house with an infinity pool and a fully stocked kitchen. Hmm. You also get a free burlesque les- lesson with a professional cho- choreographer, and you can get made up by Christina's glam squad for a boudoir. F- what is it? Boudoir. How do you boudoir.
0: say? Boudoir. Boudoir photoshoot. That's like uh, pictures in the, in the sack.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Pictures of the sack or in the, in sack. the sack? In the sack. Oh, okay. Because I I like the other ones, too. I bet you do. Yeah, the booking also includes a meet and greet with Christina herself, plus VIP tickets to her Vegas residency show. Perhaps most importantly, you'll go home with a, quote, full range of products from Christina's sexual wellness brand, Playground.
0: You know what's interesting? You've what? gone through this whole list, and the yeah. only thing on that list that, that that appeals to me, the four bathrooms.
1: The only thing that's not on the list is Christina Aguilera. Like, you don't get to meet her. Like, you should be able... That should be part of the trip.
0: I'm just hooked up on the four bathrooms. I could. I mean, I could spend the whole week in those uh, those four bathrooms.
1: There's a two-night stay for up to four people from February 29th to March 2nd. The booking opens today at 1 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you get on there. That's got to be a lot of money.
0: Are these bathrooms close together, or are they spread out well, a little bit? That,
1: that's kind of how I wanted to figure out how this layout of this place was. I'm not really sure. Or is
0: it like a bathroom with multiple stalls? Could have seen those before.
1: Oh, that would be interesting. I always wanted one of those in my house. <laughs> like a bathroom with multiple stalls. Yeah, like a,
0: a, a, a bathroom with choices. Or
1: having a barbecue. You know what? We can all go in there. We can all talk to each other. And uh, people are calling Kim Kardashian's new t- uh, Tesla Cybertruck a cool carpool mom car.
0: She sure said something to say. Oh,
1: my God. The last time I was in a pool was when AJ brought his friends over and played Beanie Beanie Gang Gang in that sex tape you can purchase on UPorn for thirty
0: I'm not aware of that game.
1: You never. That was uh, Dick Van Dyke was in that. Beanie Beanie Bang Gang. I believe Gang. that's Chitty
0: Chitty Bang Bang.
1: Uh, There's a lot of Chitty in there, too. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Caitlin? Uh, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once got in the hot tub and played hide the eel in the cave. (laughs) I look like a sloppy wet Viking, the master bather, if you will. (laughs) What are you trying to say? What what, what I'm trying to say is I finished by scooping out a family of St. Louis jellyfish with a skimmer. (laughs) You gotta clean that thing after you're done with it. <laughs> you
0: sure yeah, do. Yeah, you it do. It can get really unsightly. And
1: that is. oh, look at the tadpole. And that's your Hollywood trash <laughs> on Rock 102. Ah! Do you enjoy being
0: part of. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and The Doors with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. I
1: love screaming like him. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, Cloudy for the most part today with a high of 41. Tomorrow, mix of rain and snow with a high of 44. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: I think the only screaming you wouldn't want to do is Jim Morrison is, uh, say, like in the middle of night in Paris. Say, I think I'm going to go take a bath.
1: Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. I don't think you want that one. Uh, Don't don't go in there. The the water's not warm yet. (laughs) Jim, Jim, please.
0: Uh, happy National Margarita Day. <sighs> Did we miss match. ranch dressing day today, or is that uh, we just jumping that, into you know what? margarita day?
1: That's not until uh, March. Really? Something to look forward to. Remember that? That was uh, the first uh, day of March, Uh, France
0: Dressing Day. Uh, I'll I'll be damned. Oh, boy. Uh, Wow. Margarita stories then, uh, huh?
1: No, we we don't have to do margarita stories. You said, uh, do you have anything? And I said, yeah, here's this thing about National Margarita Day. Uh, 76% (laughs) of Americans like margaritas.
0: Oh yeah, sure, they're Uh, delicious. Only
1: 7% have a full-on hatred for them. I don't, I don't like I never liked margarita I never like tequila to begin with so I didn't really
0: see i like margaritas do you yeah i I, I don't like uh, how I feel after like uh, eight or nine of them but uh leading up to that i feel pretty good
1: why would you have eight or nine margaritas
0: well I just find that uh you know sometimes if you're like at a let's say you're like at a Mexican restaurant okay yeah and you're eating the chips you know you're eating the chips like like one at a time sometimes like three at a time yeah and you're dipping it in the sauces and what have you it can be very salty, and the only way to fight that uh, that saltiness yeah. is to hydrate. And I find that sometimes the most refreshing drink on the table is the pitcher of margaritas that I bought.
1: Oh yeah, well a poll uh, the poll found that most people like the margaritas are the third most ordered cocktail worldwide. Really? That's according to Bacardi's most recent global survey. So you know, Bacardi doesn't make tequila; they only make rum, don't they? That's right. So. That means it's a good list. means they're being honest. You know, it's not like, you know, you have a, uh, oh, uh, our, our Coca-Cola poll, uh, people say they like Coke. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, the top five are uh, gin and tonic, mojito, margarita, Bloody Mary, and whiskey and Coke. Those are the top five cocktails.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, those are all great, but uh, how come no one orders like a like a Tom Collins anymore?
1: Yeah, or like a sidecar.
0: You know what? A sidecar is delicious.
1: It, you know that was the uh, the thing. There's a Prohibition Museum down in uh, Atlanta or Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It's actually a very well laid out museum, and they even show you a dead mob guy in a car that <laughs> got awesome, shot up it's... by Al Capone. That's great. Uh, but they ha- at the end of the tour, you can order. Um, like drinks from the prohibition era and Tom Collins is one of them. yeah, of course, yeah
0: well it, the last time I was in New York when uh, Jenny and I went to go see a show on Broadway, uh we went to this uh this really great restaurant and I've been there before it's like a you know, it's a higher end steak place, mm-hmm. not like the big ones, but uh, you know like a, a little quieter steak uh, steak place around uh, around Broadway. And uh, as I'm watering my steak the the uh, the waiter says, uh, would uh, would Monsieur like a uh, an old fashioned? Not even, wasn't, sure. even th- wasn't even thinking of an old fashioned because that's mm. like not a drink I would normally get. Was it a French steakhouse? No, nah, I didn't really say uh, Monsieur, but I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like uh, he was very he's like a sophisticated waiter, and he said, uh, uh, "May I offer you a uh, old fashioned?" And at that point, I felt almost pressured into it, so I said, "Why, of course, I'd like an old fashioned." And so he hands me the thirty dollar drink. And uh thirty dollars. Doggone it. It was refreshing. Yeah. It was very it wasn't, refreshing. Was
1: it really thirty dollars? I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was thirty dollars. Probably like twenty five or more, I yeah. would imagine. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: And you know, they don't they don't fill it to the very top because they don't that's not how you do it. But nevertheless,
1: it was a good drink. For 30 bucks you should get uh, an HJ to go along with that. Would monsieur like an HJ to go along with his uh, <laughs> his old fashion? Uh, I,
0: we'll just wait for the appetizers instead.
1: We call that the old fashion too. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the wish-around?
0: <laughs>
1: Would monsieur like to see the after dinner drinks? <laughs> Would you li- <laughs> I don't think so. Would you like some fresh grated under cheese? <laughs>
0: How do you tip in a situation like that? Oh, just the tip. Just the tip. That's all we want. Uh, but do you give them better than 25%? Uh, you give 69%. <laughs> that's,
1: uh, that's how we do it around here. A little grated Parmesan cheese and the 69% tea. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad we had this conversation. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you U- have no idea. Uh, USA Today did a roundup of the best Margarita Day deals. Are you ready? Sure. Do you really care? No. All right. Well, you're going to go uh, Bahama Breeze at the Island Grill.
0: Okay. We don't even have one of those. We don't have those here.
1: Uh, Chevy Chevy Chevy's Fresh Mix. We don't have one of those around here either. Mm-hmm. Uh Chili's. Oh, we got a Chili's. Oh, yeah. Uh, $5 Margarita's.
0: Okay, All
1: yeah, right. but you know what? It's not like when they sell alcohol like that, like, like the Applebee's Dollarita thing. It's not like they're giving you a full round of of
0: booze. No, it's mostly the- mixer.
1: Yeah, because that would be completely irresponsible. Of all the other irresponsible things that Applebee's does,
0: it'd be irresponsible, but also not cost effective for the uh, the restaurant to offer that.
1: Uh, Dave and Buster's five dollar margaritas. Oh, oh, you could, perfect place to take the kids for the day and enjoy a five dollar margarita or yeah. six.
0: We used to go uh, many many years ago with uh, th- another family to uh, Acapulco's in uh, in Enfield, mm-hmm. right? So we'd all be sitting there eating the ordering the Mexican food, which I love, by the way. I'm a big fan of Mexican food. And then we'd order, like, a couple of pitchers of margaritas, and we would do that. And then we would finish the pitchers, and they'd say, would you want more pitchers? And, of course, we'd say, yes, we'd like more pitchers of margarita. And and we would keep going, and then it it suddenly occurred to us that when you order margaritas by the pitcher, they're very expensive that way. And it didn't really occur to us until after two or three times of doing it that the more margaritas we had – the less, uh, the the less uh, you know, decision making ability we had, yeah. the less responsible we were being, yeah. and, uh, and and that's purely on a financial level. Never mind the fact that uh, you know we still had to get back to East Law Meadow somehow.
1: Well, you let the kids drive at that point.
0: My kids were like uh, five and six.
1: Yeah, you know what? They're a better driver than you would be at that point. Yeah, it's probably true. You know, practice on that little. Red car.
0: We were. It was. They were delicious, <laughs> though. I won't. Yeah. Uh, you know, I won't. Uh, won't lie to you.
1: Yeah. I. I was never a tequila person. I yeah. think that was the first thing I ever got drunk off of was tequila, and it was gross. And I can still remember the smell of it.
0: Going it's down or coming up. Both. Yeah. It's disgusting. I'm not a big, uh, big tequila like a straight tequila guy. Yeah. I like the lime. I like the salt, but the straight tequila, I'm not a big fan of.
1: Yeah, see, I was uh, I was like twelve years old sneaking it from this big Mexican night my family had, because they had uh, oh, we're gonna make fajitas tonight, you know, so they all wow. had fajitas, all family was there, and uh, there's little little Stevie uh, sneaking off with some tequila.
0: It's like you're uh, living in the in a Chili's.
1: It wasn't even that much, and I wish I had that tolerance uh, today. <laughs> You know, it only took like one shot when yeah. you were drunk.
0: And now you know. it would knock you on the ass, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure it would. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. It's 621 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hello, friends. Bill Richard, Porter, Northampton. Time is at a premium these days, and we all have lots of on- eight. and Lenny Kravitz with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Dan Brown's got the forecast for you. Uh, oh, yeah. I uh, make sure I get that uh, ready to go here. Uh, make sure it's in there, otherwise uh, nobody's going to know what the weather's going to be like.
0: Yeah, they'll figure it out. All they're going to do is open up a window. It is a Thunderbird Thursday today. Uh, we got a four pack of tickets to an upcoming game. It's a good one too. Saturday against Providence. Damn. So make sure you're listening for that.
1: Sweet. Are you? Uh, are you ready to laugh? Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. You sure? Yeah. Right, whatever. Um, I could
0: the... go either way. It's, it's Max Max and you know, oh, well, joke of
1: the day. I'm funny. How I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually on Rock 102. <laughs> I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. Why did the monk vow off hot dogs? Why did the monk vow off hot dogs? I don't know. Oh, he walked up to the hot dog vendor and said, make me one of everything. And he paid with a 50. And the vendor pockets the 50 and gives nothing back. And, whoa, says the monk, where's my change? Change comes from within, replies the vendor. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So the monk pulls out a Beretta, right? Okay. Whoa, says the hot dog vendor. "Uh, I thought you were about inner peace. He goes, this is my inner peace. You see? Yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No need for violence, says the vendor. You can have the 50 back, or I can give you something more valuable I found recently. And curious, the monk says, well, what did you find? And the vendor holds up a small peppermint chocolate with a hole in the middle, holds it up to the sun until a small light shines through and says, a light in mint. Yeah. Uh, right? yeah okay, yeah. So the Buddhist uh, takes the uh, the mint, uh, chips his tooth on it, then he has to go to the dentist. Right. Okay. The dentist uh, goes to give him Novocaine, but the Buddhist declines. He wants he wanted to transcend dental medication. <laughs> that's the end of the joke. That's, yeah, the, real- that's the end of the oh, joke. okay, because well, there's several jokes in there. It, you was, know, it was either that or this one. Yeah. Uh, w- uh, my favorite sex position is wow. Wow? That's when I turn your mom upside down. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought that would have been inappropriate. <laughs> it might. Have, it might yeah. be inappropriate. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah you get yeah. it because you turn the word upside down. Yeah. Obviously. Whatever
0: you do, don't use that one on the air. No, I won't. <laughs> Bax
1: and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic
0: rock. Here's your Western
1: Mass News First Alert.
0: 6:34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by My Big Y. Join My Big Y today and start earning. Big Y, your family market. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bags. A Holyoke man has been arrested and charged with the murder of Bill Spivy Jr. in Springfield back in December of 2023. According to Ryan Walsh, officers received a warrant last week to arrest 32-year-old John Mercado of Holyoke for murder charges. Mercado was arrested Wednesday morning at 7.55 in an apartment on Quincy Street in Springfield. On December 4th of 2023, officers were called to a shooting on Albemarle, Albemarle Street after a shot spotter activation, a gunshot victim identified as 44-year-old Bill Spivy Jr. was found on the road. He was taken to Bay State Medical Center but died of his injuries that same day. Mercado has been charged with murder and several other charges, including discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building, carrying a firearm without a license, and all kinds of other stuff. I, I, there's not enough time to go through the list of charges that yeah. this guy is facing. The uh, Springfield Police Department, along with the Hamden County DA's office, are still investigating the incident. Uh, there was a man uh, was taken to the hospital after being hit by a vehicle in Springfield Wednesday morning. According to Ryan Walsh, officers were called at around 9.45 a.m. for a pedestrian struck by a vehicle at the intersection of Dwight and Frank Murray Streets. The driver, vehicle's driver remained at the location and the pedestrian was taken to the hospital. See, that's the kind of information I was looking for for that other one the other
0: day. Really, they didn't send anybody out there who uh, saw like uh, oh, I an saw, ambulance saw to take an the guy away
1: and some police tape. You know, you know. Uh, last night, uh, I'm driving home and I there's like cop cars like everywhere, like up in the hill towns. Okay, you no, know, zooming back and forth, lights on, all that stuff. Right, and I'm like, oh man, I hope they're not like looking for a fugitive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. It's always concerning when you when you see uh, lots of cop cars like that with their bright spotlights on. Sure, looking uh, what it turned out to be was an elderly man who had dementia and was nonverbal, and they were looking for him. He had Ooh, walked boy. away. The good news is they found the guy. So uh, kudos to the uh, the police uh, from Montgomery, Russell, and Huntington, all and uh, state police, all that stuff finding the guy. Ugh,
0: that's scary, man. But
1: it is. It's scary. It's scary to see that. To, to see the cars when you don't know what's going on
0: yeah but it's also scary when say uh, you know dad gets out of the house and he doesn't know you, where he is no uh, yeah I, or and he has any ability to tell you who he is
1: we we had to put uh, for my mother we had to put alarms on the door like yeah. those uh those like motion things mm-hmm. because my my mother had gotten up the one day and walked outside and my my sister it was like five o'clock in the morning and my sister was like Something's wrong. Like, so, you know how you can tell. You just have that feeling that something's not right. She goes outside. My mother's standing there in the middle of her front lawn. Thought she was going to the train station. Like that's how bad. That's how like bad this disease can get. Like you think that people get stuck in a time and time zone in their head. No, oh, I know. And uh, it's it's sad, but I'm glad they found this guy because it was pretty damn cold out last night. Yeah. And uh, that probably could have turned sour pretty quickly. Uh, a Springfield man has been found guilty in Connecticut Superior Court for assaulting two judicial marshals and then driving away towards Massachusetts. Massachusetts.
0: All right, that might have been a mistake.
1: Yeah, ju- are they trained in ju- jiu- jitsu? The jiu- jitsu jujitsu? The jujitsu marshals?
0: Judicial? No, I don't. Well, they may be. I don't know, but uh, you don't want to. You don't want to smack around marshals. No. And then, I mean, I wouldn't want to smack people into marshals. Never mind actual judicial marshals.
1: What was the TV show? Uh, Martial Law, Marshall Law, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Wasn't his name Marshall? I don't know. Maybe. I
1: can't remember. According to the Connecticut Division of Criminal Justice, 46-year-old Jose Lopez of Springfield was convicted of assault with the first degree in violation of Connecticut general statutes, assault on public safety personnel, and evading responsibility resulting in serious physical injury. On March 2nd of 2020, Lopez was attending a court hearing for unrelated charges when he attempted to run away from an arrest warrant. Lopez got into a vehicle and struck two uh, state of Connecticut judicial marshals, then drove to Massachusetts. One of the marshals received permanent injuries from the incident. Lopez was found the next day at a motel in Chicopee and arrested by state police. Former marshals Michael West and Martin Brown exemplify the highest ideals of law enforcement, putting themselves in a hazardous situation in an attempt to protect the public from a dangerous individual. We honor their courage and recognize the, the tremendous toll and lifelong consequences that the defendants' actions have had upon them, their friends and families. That's the senior assistant uh, state mm. attorney David Clifton, and the uh, deputy assistant uh, Lakshmi Swami. You
0: know, yeah, and that's all true. You know, yeah, it's it's all true. I mean, those guys are you know, the brave that did the service. But you know, think about the uh, think about this dope that uh, that hit the marshals and yeah. then decided to uh, drive into Massachusetts. Now, there's so many different mistakes. Uh, that have been made in this situation you know if i were detained for whatever reason pulled over by marshals okay yeah it would not be my first thought how can i injure these guys to make a getaway because in almost every case they're gonna find you and if you heard if you heard a a marshal, that's extra charges you might as well just give up and say you know what you caught me good idea you know good on you what took you so long that's what you should have done you should have done that's what have been the smart thing to do that should have been taught in the steve nagel college of of criminal Criminal Knowledge.
1: knowledge yeah yeah he should be wearing that shirt yeah he would have been proudly free wearing that shirt and now he's not
0: if evading arrest is going to get you into more trouble just just surrender don't be don't be a dope yeah
1: uh, one day after handing in his letter for retirement to the city of Greenfield, Police Chief Robert Hay is set to retire on Friday.
0: I'm sorry, what's his name?
1: Chief Robert Hay. It's H A G H A I G H, isn't that how you
0: say I think it? It's hey.
1: hey, 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 hey! The uh, mayor's obvious. Hey,
0: hey, hey! Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like in uh, what's, what's happening?
1: Yeah, with Raj and
0: Duane uh, and, and, uh, and and rerun.
1: Yeah, what was a it? Shirley? Sure, it wasn't yeah, uh, Shirley? Yeah,
0: Cheryl. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Sister D. Didn't she have, did Shirley have a nickname? It was, uh, she just went as Shirley. She was Shirley or yeah. Shirley, yeah, okay. And they walk into Rob's place and Rerun yeah. would say, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And then he started start dancing because the dude could dance. Man, that uh, that
1: D was a good child actor.
0: You actress. know what? She was. She was funny. She was very, very funny, she, and she could, she could deliver a, a line so dry you'd never know that she was like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay, Roger, I'm not going to tell Mama you had all your friends over here last night when she was at work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor's office on fri- announced on Friday they received a letter confirming uh, Hayes' retirement on Thursday, acting uh, Mayor Keith Barnacle. Ooh, that's a good name. Mayor Keith Barnacle. He's Barnacle Keith
0: the Sailor. Arr. Arr. Oh, let's have a hay party here.
1: <laughs> Along with uh, the discussion from Mayor Ginny Disorder, has decided to assign Deputy Chief William Gordon acting uh, police chief beginning this Saturday. Commissioner Gordon in Greenfield.
0: <laughs> Does he pick up the
1: bat phone when no, there's a problem? No, they shine a Narcan light in the sky. Right. That's how they call the cops up there. Look! It's, look at that! Look at that! What's that insignia? Oh, that's a Narcan dose. Somebody needs. You know,
0: now that I've heard your Barnacle Keith, I keep thinking uh, of that John Valby song, Barnacle Bill the Sailor. Oh yeah, yeah I don't know yeah, if we no, can no, do that I one. Know, I don't think he wants anything to do with that. Chief Hay sent
1: out the following statement: "I have loved working with uh, and for all of Greenfield. It has been an honor to be the chief of police for this community and for the men and women of this amazing uh, agency." It's time to put my family first and move on to something new. You all have my deepest appreciation. Yada yada yada. Has yeah. there
0: ever been anyone out of Greenfield working in that city who didn't think that there was experiencing enormous joy doing so? No, it was always a pleasure to work in Greenfield. That's what they well, say. Yeah, whether you're working at the BJ's yeah. or working at that uh, at the Dunkin' Donuts or that or cool that-
1: little sushi restaurant across the street from the BJ's, it doesn't
0: matter where you're going in Greenfield. It's like yeah. a, it's a it's a pure delight.
1: Absolutely, every bit of it. Uh, At this time, the mayor's office has no comment on the situation, but will provide an update at a later date. Uh, City Councilor Sheila Gilmore uh, said uh, much of the city leadership was happy to hear the news after the last few years were riddled with controversy. Oh, they were happy. They were dancing on his (laughs) heyday. Is this my heyday or your heyday?
0: You remember... Remember Chief Hayes' heyday? Yeah. People were in an uproar. They wanted we'll him- be celebrating it in May. Ooh,
1: listen to her. People were in an uproar. They wanted him gone, and he wasn't going to leave on his own. The former mayor wasn't going to do anything about it. And now we got a new mayor, and she's not pleased with how the whole thing was handled. I knew that that was a focus, but I didn't think that was going to happen this quickly, and I didn't think that it was going to go on his own. Well, sometimes there's a celebratory uh, thing when people leave.
0: It's so true. Yeah. Even Uh, if they don't actually leave. Like, they're
1: still around, but left. uh, Before the November 23 election, former Mayor Roxanne Wedgottner approved an increase in Chief Hay's salary (laughs) by an additional $33,000, according to the Greenfield Recorder. In May of 2022, a special jury in a civil suit uh, found the Greenfield Police Department discriminated against retired officer Patrick Buchanan, Chief Robert Hay was put on administrative leave the same day, but was reinstated uh, in September following a legal matter that developed before the split verdict in the Buchanan versus Dodge versus City of Greenfield lawsuit. This, this goes on to just explain everything that uh, Chief Hay was involved in. But uh, best of luck, sir. You're moving on to bigger and better things, man. I can't like think a of- hammock. <laughs> You don't have to worry about yo. Know, but he got the pay increase, and then he retires. So that means, don't you get, like, isn't it like a percentage of what you make as uh, far as the retirement pension thing goes? In, in the, the pension, state?
0: yeah. You get like a certain, like, it could be like 80%, ah, 75%. That
1: was a sweet deal, that Wedge Gardner. Wedge Gardner. Wedge Gardner. Set up for this guy.
0: How much could we interject so much foolishness into one story
1: a, a lot
0: i'll tell you what this yeah. this one almost takes the cake
1: oh well, this this pretty good story this is a pretty good day <laughs> today was a good day here at rock 102 <laughs> your pioneer valley forecast it's going to be um, uh sunny uh, and then a cloudy later on with a high of 41 tomorrow a mix of rain and snow with a high of 43 it's 23 right now in downtown springfield i'm steve Nagel, and that's the news on rock 102 hi hi <laughs> you hey, too. Mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 41 tomorrow. Cloudy and mix of snow and rain possible with a high of 43. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: You know, at my age, most of the time I want to get people to get, get off my lawn. Well, now Rock 102 wants to put you on the lawn. All summer long, uh, you could be winning uh, tickets to see uh, shows at the Xfinity Theater in Hartford. All you got to do is sign up at uh, rock102.com before the 25th, which is just days away. One winner. Chosen at random to get a pair of lawn passes to great shows all summer long at the Xfinity Theater from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: That sounds like a pretty sweet deal. That's a great prize. Uh, What was I looking at here Uh, earlier? Oh, the Delta is now offering nonstop flights from Boston to Hawaii. Nonstop? 11 hours. Can you? I I don't know if I could do that. I kind of need that. If I'm doing a long flight like that, I would need like the halfway point to get off the plane and walk around a
0: little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, the. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind a little deep vein thrombosis. I really don't. I don't I, I, that doesn't scare me at all. But uh, you know, at some point, you, you gotta, you gotta walk around. You gotta stand up. You know, getting off. You know, maybe changing a plane is not such a bad idea oh, yeah. for an eleven-hour flight. You'd have to afford first class. You yeah. know what I mean? yeah. that it'd
1: be the only way you could enjoy is something like that for that long. Uh, I wouldn't be able to be cramped in one of those seats for eleven hours.
0: With nothing to do. There's really nothing to do. I mean, maybe there's an in flight movie, but you're limited to what you can see. I mean you can be on your phone for a while, I suppose, but you're in air you're in airport mode. What the hell are you supposed to do? But you're right, you're limited. When you get on an airplane, it's not
1: like the even if you bought the internet or took the internet from them. Right. It's not, um, you can't stream on that stuff. They don't allow you to stream on your phone. It's not like you can sign into your Hulu account while you're there. It's whatever is offered by them.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, You're really stuck. That sucks.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They used to, uh, Logan, or not, uh, Bradley, had nonstop flights to Las Vegas.
0: That's okay. That's doable.
1: Right, but then they got rid of them. It was Southwest had a, like a nonstop yeah. flight. It was every day they were f- taking off Las Vegas, and then they realized, hey, you know what? We could fit more people on these planes if we send them all to Baltimore first.
0: <laughs> you know, whenever I'm uh, you know, like booking a flight, and I'm, I'm do- using like an Expedia or an Orbitz, yeah, you know, and, and the uh, you know the flight pattern is awful. Like you got you got you got you, got, you got two stops. You got to change the plane twice, and yeah. what would normally be like a two hour flight winds up being an eleven hour journey. Yeah. Uh, I, I will do anything. I will. I will pay the extra expense of a direct flight. I mean, I will. I mean, if because because the idea of spending the of losing an entire day of travel bugs me. I got like a problem with that. Yeah. But. A direct flight for 11 hours is that's just a long that's a time. that's a that's a commitment I'm not willing to make.
1: Well, did you ever see those ones that like uh, go from like Dubai to South Africa, and yeah. you can like you can you can rent? It's like a hotel room in the sky. You got to have a lot of money to do that. Oh sure, it's those Dreamliners that they that they have. Yeah, I've seen those. It's like they think that those are pretty neat. I wouldn't mind traveling in that style, but who's got the money to do that?
0: Only people going to Dubai. Yes people
1: with lots and
0: lots of money yeah they, they certainly I got, got it there and that's not me it's uh 658 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102 live
1: in concert Saturday and now Bax's view from the couch brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware good people rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware
0: hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks let's face it Nobody likes how college football chooses a national champion. We didn't like it when it was chosen solely by a coach's poll. We didn't like it when a national championship was chosen by a convoluted series of computer programs that no one could follow. And then you had the college football playoff national championship in which four teams would compete for the title. Even though there are still 129 other Division I college football programs in the country with no opportunity or reasonable chance to compete at that level. The geniuses who control college football realize that no one likes this system, and then recently college football decided to adopt a 5 plus 7 playoff system, which would allow 12 teams to compete for the national title beginning in January. This system would use the same existing bowl games that are already on the schedule, and through a process of elimination, the final two teams would play for the championship. Sounds slightly better, right? Well, don't get too comfortable with that idea. According to reports, during yesterday's CFP da- uh, meeting in Dallas, an updated plan is being discussed for 2026, which may include 14 of the top college football programs in the country. Can you imagine that? After over 35 years of ignoring every complaint about what a crappy system they were using, college football might be coming to their senses. I've been saying for years they should use a. Uh, use a bracket style playoff system and now it appears they may be heading in that direction which is great because this now gives players a whole new set of crucial high profile games to opt out of and not participate in since winning a national title is great but so is preparing yourself for the future by refusing to play Nearly 30 players opt out out of the 43 bowl games that were played last season. And while I thought that was an absolutely astonishing travesty, it'll be interesting to see how many opt out now. Because if there's something to actually play for, then perhaps they will. And I kind of like the sound of that. But hey, my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, Rockies has put a little bit of weight on lately, a lot of inventory weight. So Rockies is trimming down a, with a big clearance sale. Get a load of this, 40% on Carhartt workwear, 25% on Yeti drinkware, plus power tools, hand tools, 50, 60, up to 70% off. It's a big, big clearance going on right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock one up. It- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's seven eleven and Poison with Bax and Nangle on Rock 102. It's going to be uh,
1: cloudy, uh, maybe some sun with a high of 41 tomorrow. Mix of sun and clouds and then becoming cloudy with a mix of rain and snow later on in the afternoon and a high of 43. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm not looking forward to that. No, no, no. The
0: rain and snow mix. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully uh, it, it'll be mostly rain. We could use the rain.
1: You know, I was just telling you, I, we'll we'll just do this hodgepodge uh, segment here. Sure, uh, isn't that what uh, Alex Trebek used to call that? Why don't we why don't we just
0: uh, rename the studio the Hodgepodge Lodge or, and see what happens? Or the Pope Potpourri? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, Saturday night, I went to uh,
1: uh, Fifty Two Sumner over there in in Springfield. That's I be- that's the uh, the church there. I believe it's Fifty Two Sumner Avenue. <laughs> I believe that's. I'm not really sure what yeah, the address is, that, but that's I think a good that guess. Might be uh, yeah. that, uh, but it's a it's an arts and entertainment venue, and there was there was quite a few people in there. I would say uh, like 300 or more.
0: Yeah, uh, they uh, they had a, they had a band, and we had a couple of people from uh, you know from there that you know you, you bought out the facility and remodeled the inside. I yeah. Saw a couple pictures. It looked. It looked beautiful. How did how did it look when you went inside?
1: It's a really cool venue. It's a really cool place to see a show and uh you know, I'm sure they're going to have more. You know, well, they do have more lined up uh coming up. But this was a fundraiser show for for the for the venue, but they they got like comedy shows, they got music acts, they got all kinds of stuff uh coming up. It's pretty neat, you know. I think it's a... a little, little chilly in there. There must have been something wrong with the heating system,
0: though. Yeah, I mean, the uh, you know, that's... that's You can't that's, find
1: good technicians anywhere. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's
0: expensive to heat at old church. Right. You know, I'm not even sure what kind of heating and cooling system they had, uh, other than the fire and brimstone that kept everybody I, nice and cozy. I believe it was a
1: gerbil the running a wheel yeah. that moved a steam engine. Well, that could be. But then the gerbil died.
0: Well, you know, I got to tell you, uh, you know, when they came in here, was it last week or the week before... Yeah, to talk about it. When every I hear that you know someone is making the effort to, you know, restore you know a, a building like that, or you're trying to find ways of bringing more entertainment down to to Springfield, not necessarily downtown, just downtown. But you know, I think that's all real positive stuff because yeah. you've seen stuff like in other areas, like Gasoline Alley. I was would just be gonna per- say, yeah, perfect. Just, yeah, yep. it, it, the things that they've done at Gasoline Alley are awesome and they, that that whole pocket has really kind of transformed that neighborhood and that's actually a really cool place to hang out but I, you, know, you see the thing about the, uh, the the place on Sumner and you know, all the other things that are still going on downtown yeah. you know whether it's the stuff that MGM has booked at Symphony Hall or the Mass Mutual Center you know all of a sudden after years of people saying oh there's nothing to do in this town there's a lot to do in this town and, it, and I think that's such a a positive thing for Springfield. Like, like for example, Friday, you've got uh, the free music Friday. Yeah. And you're going to be there. The Eagles experience will be the band yeah. at the Aria Ballroom. All right. That's a great event in itself. You also have the, uh, the Thunderbirds playing Friday night against uh, Hartford. That's going to be a big draw. So you're going to have a, a it's going to be pretty busy on Friday night in, in Springfield. Yeah. You know, the idea that you could get that many people downtown 10 years ago, 15 yeah. years ago, would never have happened. You just you just simply couldn't do it. And it wasn't about a lack of effort. It's just that people were apathetic and not in the mindset of, well, let's go downtown and have, a, well, let's because, go have ourselves a good time.
1: Because think of all the doom and gloom that was coming out of the city. Uh, you know, nobody wanted to go downtown. That's a dangerous place down there, damn it.
0: Yep. Until that day that tornado wanted to go downtown. Then
1: <laughs> then,
0: then that what? seemed to change things around.
1: Uh, the tornado uh, was probably the best thing that ever happened in the city of Springfield. As far as the entertainment portion goes. I bet you if you were a homeowner who lost his home, you probably wouldn't feel the same way. Probably at the yeah. time,
0: but if you were able to get nicer countertops, maybe a new roof out of the, out of the whole deal.
1: Oh, the bath and kitchen gallery down at the uh, Kohler showroom. That's exactly is, what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but, but yeah, it is nice to see uh, things being revitalized. You know, you see it all in the towns around us, too, like Holyoke, the, the Gateway City Arts building, the, that whole thing area down there is is being revamped.
0: They just announced uh, (laughs) the first couple of bands are going to be at the Iron Horse in Northampton.
1: Which, is that run under Eric Shore again or what?
0: I don't believe so. I believe it's under totally new ownership and management.
1: Oh, well, there you go. See, you're bringing stuff back. See, that's the thing. Him with those liquor licenses really killed that town because all those venues would bring a variety of music acts and, and and the, entertainment the hey.
0: diversity of the plate of yeah. the places that had those liquor licenses in northampton 20 years ago was amazing yeah. and, and northampton really was kind of this you know this this wonderful part of western mass and now that things have fallen into this state of flux trying to figure out well, where, you know, how is he going to unload these things uh, are, are the are the, the tax liens against these properties going to be resolved there's all kinds of questions about northampton yeah. which i think then brings people to other parts of western mass we'll see well what else can I possibly do? Yeah. You know, like like uh like tonight, for example, there's a comedy show in uh in uh <laughs> in Oh Westfield. yeah, there's a
1: comedy show in Westfield, the shortstop for twenty dollars, dinner and a show. You can't beat it. Yeah. I'm surprised some guy isn't here hawking that I'm kinda this surprised too. I mean yeah. it's
0: uh, still early, but you
1: never know. But uh but yeah, there 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 are things happening around this area. The uh that whole Eastworks building up in East, East Hampton, East Hampton they that that was a perfect example on how to revitalize an old factory. They redid that entire inside of that thing and there's some pretty cool stuff in there. Let
0: me tell it's, you something. If your garden uh, and We uh, talked yeah. about this before. You ever seen the the loft apartments in that place? No. Oh my god. When they when they first so that was the old Stanholm Products building in East Hampton. And when they went in and remodeled those spaces, there were all these loft apartments that were put in. And they are freaking cool. They're really cool apartments. If I, if East Hampton was a little too was a, so far away from Rock 102, mm-hmm. I would have uh, I would have considered going into Go one like, of those apartments.
1: Yeah, the they're, they're, uh, the way they I haven't seen those particularly, but there was um, back in 20. 20- when was, when did they say the Mayan calendar was? Was that 2012? Something like that. That uh, the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went and dj a, a party in Holyoke at one of those studios. It was it was somebody's apartment, but yeah. it was but it was an old like the elevator shaft had been converted into a bathroom, which I thought was so cool. It was like you were going into an elevator. Well, some of those
0: elevators were used the to toilets before.
1: Well, yes, but uh, that's usually... Did you see the story they did on the parking garage in Holyoke last week? <laughs> no. And they're like, oh, people are complaining. I'm like, I've been complaining about that place for years. <laughs> I had to go to like the Social Security office after my, my wife passed away to collect my whopping $255 as a survivor fund.
0: Worth every Thank penny. Thank you,
1: U.S. government. <laughs> uh, but um, I had to go into... My, my friend and I went into that garage and it smelled like a toilet. This yeah. is the one downtown Holyoke, sure. right, right, right near you know the city hall and all that stuff. It was disgusting. It was just it was it smelled like a like somebody went
0: number one, number two, and even number three. Yeah, you know I what know, I'm that's about. not yeah. that's not good. That's not good. But yeah, I mean. uh it's you know it's good it's good to see you know people thinking in terms of going out and being entertained mm-hmm. and and that hasn't always been the case in this area but now you've got loads of choices and that's why you know when we talked a couple of weeks ago about the pictures of inside the hippodrome yeah and what, a, what a what a sad uh, condition yeah it's it's become that's you know that is such a profoundly beautiful structure to that to, to see those pictures inside of it completely falling apart is, it is really sad.
1: And it didn't have to be that way.
0: It no, really it, did. it didn't have to be that way. But, you know, for whatever reason, it, it took a long time to secure any money, and the money that was secured was not used to fix, at the very least, that roof. Because you had all this water damage in there because of an exposed roof.
1: I thought that was a, it has to be a requirement that you're going to do something with this within an X amount of time
0: there usually is yeah. and i don't know
1: for historic buildings yeah
0: but that's that's a building that i you know i hope at some point it can be it can be rehabilitated because it, it would be a real shame to see that go but that would be another great place to bring music back or and any kind of performance
1: knock back. it down and put up a chipotle
0: well that was going to be the second option yeah uh, or, or like a yeah, I think, I think a Chipotle or, like, at least, uh, say, uh, a Chick-fil-A would be good. Yeah. But other than that, I would love to see that thing restored.
1: Hey, you know what they have in uh, Times Square is a double-decker McDonald's.
0: A double-decker Mc- McDonald's?
1: Yeah, you can order your food downstairs, and then you go upstairs and you pick it up. And then you can eat upstairs and watch all the people in Times Square. You could do that in downtown Springfield. Wait a Knock minute. Knock down who- the Hippodrome, put up a McDonald's.
0: What is it, like a like a series of conveyor belts? No, 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 you just,
1: it's a, its like a, you walk oh, in, it's a, it's, a, it's a, they're touch screen oh. kiosk and then you go upstairs and your food's ready up at the counter.
0: How awesome yeah, does that hey, sound?
1: I know. Wow. I know. We could do that right downtown
0: Springfield. All right, forget everything I said about the Hippodrome. Well, that's what we need, a double-decker McDonald's.
1: Only because I want to see Mayor Dom Dom cut a ribbon, cut a ribbon with the Hamburglar. You know, we once tried to chase you punks out of here <laughs> and now you're back. Don't you be stealing nothing from City Hall? <laughs> we just busted Grimace on a dirt bike downtown. Yeah, and that uh, that other that birdie that birdie smashed my tire my tires yeah. over there on <laughs> behind City Hall.
0: It's seven twenty two. We're back to on Rockwood One Hundred Two. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have supporting local businesses? Seven thirty four. With Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred and Two, it is time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Uh, thanks, Bax. Couple of things to tell you about here. Uh, AT and T and other cell service providers are having outages, uh, according to customers. Customers of numerous U.S. cell service providers reporting outages early this morning, according to the website DownDetector.com, which tracks such reports. Hmm. AT and T had the f- by far the most, with tens of thousands of customers telling DownDetector. Detector, they had no service. Why can't I say anything? I don't really know. Um, people were uh, telling us on the Route 10 Tire uh, listener line at 413 293 1021 that there, there was service down. So then we Googled it and then we found this story. And then some guy emailed and said, Is there something wrong with the text line? No, no, there is not. The problem is you. The problem is your stinky cell service.
0: You know, I was gonna, going on. I was going to say, if there's this big uh, outage, cell phone outage, how are people texting us on the, uh, the text line? Well,
1: it's not everybody. The reports of AT&T outages appear to have started at around the same time that customers of T-Mobile, Verizon, U.S. Cellular, and Consumer Cellular were also reporting issues uh, shortly after 3 a.m. Seemed to be uh, waning some three hours later, then picked up again, and we're, were, and were nearing 50,000 outages at about 7.20 this morning. Wow. So
0: that's uh that's a lot I know uh whenever I've lost service or uh, have uh, even forgot my phone or whatever I feel completely naked and alone
1: oh is that what it is I hate
0: it I y- yes if that if that phone is down for any period of time like say it has to like reboot during a, like an update or something yeah I don't even know what to do with myself
1: it really is like we are very reliant on these things
0: we've gotten really bad at this and uh, and I don't like it
1: I uh, I praise the people who can go without looking at a phone all day long.
0: Yeah, I'm not that guy.
1: No, I'm not that guy either. I gotta you every you ever look at your uh, your Apple iPhone stats at the end of the week. How much oh, yeah. screen time you've been doing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you you were down 45 minutes from your eight and a half hours last week. See, yeah, you're, you're improving. I'm getting better. Yeah, I'm not, not going to let this thing overtake my brain. In the wake of a racial bullying investigation involving students at Southwick Regional High School, the Greater Springfield NAACP told Western Mass News they've heard from numerous other families with similar claims. This coming after the mother of a black female student shared with them the uh, claims that her daughter was subjected to derogatory comments and a, quote, online slave auction. In the past day, the Greater Springfield NAACP reported that at least four other families have called them seeking justice for these alleged instances. The organization's president, Bishop Talbert Swan, said that uh, he hopes bringing these stories to light will inspire the school system to take greater action, saying, Immediately, my heart dropped when I heard what was happening. After Allison Lopez spoke to Western Mass News about her daughter's experience with alleged racial bullying as a student at uh, Southwick Regional High School, uh, they're learning that uh, four more families within the district have reported the similar stories to the NAACP. Uh, Talbert Swan explained... We had a number of families that reached out to us since this has been made public, saying that they experienced the same thing at Southwick. There was even a family who sold their house in Southwick and moved out of the community and pulled their children out of the school because what was going on? The claims that Lopez's daughter was subjected to derogatory comments in an online slave auction uh, where white students bid on black classmates has inspired action from the school district. I would think that would require action from the school district.
0: Well, you know, listen, I, I, I agree that this is an outrage and I completely agree with the, with Bishop Swan about how horrifying this is, you know, as, as much as we would like to think we have progressed as a society, there are still a few of you out there that haven't uh, caught up with everybody yet or have uh, like uh, no ability to do so. My question is, is what? Is the school's responsibility? Is is, is the school responsible uh, for this, or could you say the parents of these kids that did this bear a greater, yeah, you know, a greater pair uh, so, share of the blame?
1: So the the response from the the superintendent the other day was basically, we're we're taking care of this, but we can't tell you anything because it involves students and it's disciplinary action, and we can't talk about that. That that's not a satisfactory answer to a lot no, of people it's, so that but I can see what they're getting at is that you can't release information about a child Well you can't
0: release individual names. I mean there is some privacy you know protections yeah. involved but the school can certainly meet out you know punishment for this kind of activity especially if it's ha- you know especially if it's happening on school grounds during school time using yeah. school computers and equipment that's one thing but you know what i mean parents need to have these discussions with their kids too you know about what is appropriate and what is not appropriate right and you know to me they bear a good deal of the responsibility too Excuse me, perhaps even more so than the schools do. I don't know what the the solution is, but, you know, it's I don't know if it's either or it may be just a combined problem that everything needs to be really focused in on. Because these kinds of things should not be happening in 2024. They just shouldn't. Uh, The the uh, superintendent, Jennifer Willard,
1: said the school principal will be addressing each class individually on Monday when students return to discuss the uh, recent events in the news and next steps moving forward. They're all on school break right now. Right. We have an additional staff for, uh, available for any students or staff that have been affected by the incident. As with the case of any bullying, an individual safety plan is created with the victim and the victim's family to ensure that they feel safe upon their return. Ahead of uh, today's meeting with Superintendent uh, Lopez share her thoughts on her daughter's safety when she walks through the doors. It's not going to be pushed under the rug. It's just not possible I can't have it at this point. Uh, her daughter has to know that uh, she's there for her. Okay. Well, <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how the whole thing plays out.
0: Oh yeah, but I hope uh, some people learn some valuable lessons here. Yeah, I'm a little
1: disappointed in Southwick.
0: I am too. I, I, at first, I thought, well, is this like a, is this like a school thing? Is this like you know, some teacher thought they'd uh, you know, teach about slave auctions and went way too far. That's not the case. The case is you had a couple of idiotic teenagers thinking this would be hilarious to do. What? what and I, it's, it's just, it's, it's sickening. When
1: I was in high school, they, uh, they had this, uh, they changed the name of it to rent a junior day. Okay. Because somebody said, realized, Hey, slave day that we've been calling this might not be the best way to
0: to do this, do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. But that was that was like the mid nineties. You know, things have changed yeah. a little bit,
0: but only a little bit. Clearly, not enough.
1: No, but uh, it take. How long does it take? I guess that <clears throat> that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't well, think you're, you are know, I don't think you're ever gonna get rid of discrimination
0: No I think I think unfortunately it's a part of uh, human nature and a very ugly part of one but I will say that one of the things that I think is really interesting is if you talk to you know, your kids in a younger generation now they are far more accepting of diverse people and that and not just racially diverse but culturally, you know uh you, you it's sexually how they identify they're much more willing to embrace that than in previous generations it's kind of shocking that this is going on in southwick because i've seen some pretty significant changes in the way millennials and even the younger generation that are are looking at other people yeah. like this there's, there's less suspicion there's more acceptance i think in, in a lot of ways but then all of a sudden there's that that 1% or 2% that act up that show, well, we're not a 100% there. In fact, we may be far from it.
1: Oh, oh, you have that ideology. I see what kind of child you are. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: You're on the wrong side of the track, son.
1: You know, if somebody tells you, I have a rocket launcher in my car, you might say, are you smoking crack? The answer is yes. A crack rocket? Yeah, the uh, police were called to the parking lot of a Red Roof Inn in Massachusetts earlier this week to investigate a suspicious vehicle. It's unclear what seems strange about it, but the witness was right. The police approached, talked to the driver, and saw some potential drug paraphernalia. They searched the car and found crack cocaine and an M-190 U.S. Army rocket launcher. That's for shooting down police helicopters. No, I don't need that. yes. Yet. Yet. The driver, Harvey Johnson, was arrested and charged with possession of crack cocaine and possession of an incendiary device. The rocket launcher was turned over to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, where they had a cool afternoon at the office. (laughs) Hey, guys, look. (laughs) Look what we got. A rocket launcher. No way.
0: You know, maybe pick your poison. It's either going to do crack all day or you're going to blow stuff up. I don't know if it's, if it's really wise to do both. I think you can do both. I don't think, I think you think should. that's a fun afternoon. I think if you're all jacked up on crack, the last thing you should do is exploding things.
1: It's like, uh, it's like that father and son duo out in Palmer going out to the train tracks and stacking up natty ice cans. Uh, and then one of them, unfortunately, losing a leg. Yeah. One of them might have lost a leg, but they had fun doing it. And that's the thing that you got to focus on. Well, maybe right. If you're, you're doing right. crack cocaine and shooting a rocket launcher off, you had a good day up until you got arrested.
0: Well, or until the day you blew your leg off. Well,
1: but again, at least you had fun doing it. Live life, taste death back. So yeah, you know, was, all right, man.
0: I may have lost my leg, but you know what? I would do it all over again just to spend time with my kid.
1: Come on. Come on, boy. Who wants to smoke crack with his old man and shoot <laughs> off rocket launchers in the backyard? I used to do it with BB guns and the Budweiser cans my dad was shooting. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I learned how to shoot a gun. I, yeah. I started out slow with the BB gun, and then uh, he, he would put the empty uh, Bud Heavy cans on top of the uh, the stone grill, yeah. and I would have to shoot them off.
0: My dad was never the destructive type. No? No. Ah. No. never. Uh, I don't ever recall him uh, wanting to uh, tear something down in order to rebuild. Uh, I, never, you, I never saw that. You missed out. Yeah, I know. I, that's what can I say.
1: I was introduced to arson, uh, shooting, uh, alcohol, binge, drunk,
0: binge, drunk, binge, driving. B- drunk driving, drunk uh-huh. driving, binge drinking, uh, all kinds of uh, driving with a with a suspended license. Never happened. Come on, he you never know, had. He had his license suspended. You know that
1: was the most amazing thing to me. This guy, this man, throughout his entire life, <laughs> and and hit multiple things. Yeah, one time he came home and there was orange marks all over the car.
0: Driving while eating Cheetos?
1: No, you know what he did. He, he was uh, he was on a business trip, if you want to call it that. Okay. And he was driving from the bar back to the hotel, and he got up on the uh, the on ramp up in Syracuse, and he uh, he hit like several of those barrel, those orange barrels that are filled with water. Yeah. So the whole side of the car was all like scuffed up with with these orange marks. <laughs> <laughs> but he never he never got arrested. Amazing. I, I I was always uh, you know what? That's that's an impressive drinking career. That that to, to go your yeah. entire 63 years and not get a DUI with the amount of alcohol you drink.
0: Bravo. Sir. Good on you, sir. Good on you.
1: Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh mix of sun and clouds with a high of 41 tomorrow. Mix of rain and snow with a high of 43. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. oh yeah.
0: 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 754 and Thin Lizzy with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 23
1: in downtown Springfield right now.
0: Uh, today is a Thunderbird Thursday. It is. It is. The uh, Thunderbirds are uh, going to be playing a game this Saturday uh, against the Providence Bruins. We have a, a whole big stack of stuff to give you. A four pack of tickets to the uh, to the game on the ice, four hats, four koozies, four stickers, and a bag—a Thunderbirds drawstring bag to put all that stuff inside. Yeah, on your way to the game. I mean, if you want to have the you know the hats and the koozies uh, while you're there, you can put them all in the bag. I'm going to that game. Are you? Yeah,
1: that'll be fun. It'll be a fun night. Taking the girls. No, I'm going with some buddies. Really? Yeah.
0: It's a dude night. It's a dude night. No
1: kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You hang out with dudes. I and do stuff. hang out
0: with dudes. Barry, no, Barry, not ba- other no. dudes besides Barry. Other dudes. This is the 1st time I'm hearing about
1: this. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I try to diversify myself. With, yeah, I think you got to with the with the thing. You know, uh, I know we got a contest going on um, right now, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention uh, the last two trips I took down to the New York City metro area, I noticed two towns uh, that I didn't realize were uh, were so giggly. Giggly? Well, giggly when you see them. Uh, last year, it was Mianus, Connecticut, right? <laughs> and this time, coming back, it came a different way. Coxsackie, New York. <laughs> I can't believe it. No, nobody over time goes, hey, yeah. maybe we should change
0: the name of that, now, Coxsackie, New York. Did you, uh, do you do a Google map search, like uh, what's the absolute distance from Mianus to Coxsackie? Uh, well, if you're coming
1: from Yarmouth, <laughs> you want to end up in Yarmouth. If you go from right. Coxsackie to Mianus, right, and then straight to Yarmouth. You're sure, right. And then spend a weekend in Dennis. Oh, I, listen. At the, uh, what is that place called? Uh, the Camelot the Inn. The Camelot Inn. Yes, yeah, in Yarmouth, yeah. You yeah, can right. have a whole New England trip, a whole beautiful New England trip. <laughs> so true. Now, what do you call the people of Coxsackie, New York? Are they the Coxsackians? <laughs> I'm a proud Coxsackian! I've been here living here my 69 years. I've been living in Coxsackie, New York. You know, we uh, vacation in Miami. Yeah. You don't realize that? Oh, it's beautiful. It's a little stinky this time well, of year, perhaps, but, uh, but the but yeah. the view is unbelievable. It's right on the Long Island Sound. It's delicious.
0: <laughs> 10th caller yeah, at 293-1021 wins the uh, the Thunderbird prize pack. Bonus if you're from Coxsackie, New York. Good luck on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you may know, in spite of my considerable talents and universal appeal, deep down I'm a very humble man. I'm just not the sort of fellow that's going to flaunt my greatness in front of everybody. I'm quiet, I'm demure, and when I step away from the ominous power of this microphone, I keep to myself. Sure, I may shower you with my emulant charm, but for the most part I'm like everybody else, without all the attention-seeking pretense that you might expect. Sadly, not everybody possesses the ability to temper their ego-driven, self-absorbing pro- 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 proclivities, such as uh, people like such as uh, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, for example. During the recent NBA All-Star Weekend, Jason Tatum was asked the following question: Do you believe that you could become the next face of the NBA following the eventual retirement of LeBron James? Now, why a reporter would even ask such an idiotic question is beyond me. But what's really surprising was Jason's answer, in which he replied, "Absolutely." He then went on to say, I think the league is in a great place. When LeBron retires, the face of the league, that's tough. But if we win a championship, I'm going to have something to say about it. I know that. Dude, until you win a championship, you're not only not going to be the face of the NBA, you're just going to be the face of the guy that couldn't step it up in Game 7 of the 2023 Conference Finals against the Miami Heat. Listen, I think Jason Tatum is great. Certainly one of the best players in the league. But LeBron James has four NBA titles. So does Steph Curry. Kevin Durant's got a couple of his own. How many of you won the last seven seasons? Oh, yeah. None. Listen, I know you're only answering questions that are being asked of you, but you haven't earned the face of being anything, at least not yet. That's not to say that you might not get there. I'm just saying you don't need to answer every idiotic question that's thrown your way, and you certainly don't need to provide an answer that makes you look like a delusional egomaniac. You're still at least two or three championships away from being able to justify that sort of behavior. And until that happens, keep your pants on. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you check your furnace lately, might be time to freshen up them filters. You need to go to Rocky's. Buy two, get one free. Pleated basic air filters. Good for your furnace and good for you. With a good deal from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic, Classic. Rock.
1: Alright, we got a little play out here. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, mostly cloudy. With a high of 41 tomorrow, mix of uh, snow and rain with a high of 43. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield you listen to the Bax and Nagel Show on Rock 102 W.A. Look
0: at that, smooth wow. as silk. You could be a professional in this thing if you really wanted to. You could, I could be. You never know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, tomorrow, I think there's a good chance of a open line Friday. I'm telling you this now because last week was a little, uh, a little slow. Uh, so it was the week before that. And are the, you
1: describing the people that were calling, or are you describing that the calls were a little
0: slow? I'm just saying that the the, the calls have not been as brisk and yeah. uh, interesting as they have been before. I got a lot of uh, <sighs> mouth-breathing, knuckle dragon morons calling. I mean, I don't mean that as the, in, in an insulting way. I'm just saying that's been uh, my observation.
1: Well, uh, since you brought up morons, uh, I have a couple of different morons we can talk about here. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, as a, what was
0: that? It was me trying to uh, suppress a sneeze.
1: Oh, well, you did a. Pr- You're not supposed to do <clears throat> that. That could put you into AFIB. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I, like a, that's gonna <laughs> like, happen. Like you've ever had a problem with that? As temperatures plunged on Mount Washington and ferocious winds made it near impossible to see, hiker Cole Mathies began to drift away from the trail. Then he hit a patch of snow-covered ice and slid hundreds of feet down a ravine. His fall Saturday sparked a rescue mission that would last 11 hours, utilize the mountain's famed Cog Railway, and prompt harsh criticism from rescuers who said the hiker made numerous poor decisions in preparing for the hike and then deciding to keep pushing on. Both Matthews and the rescuers agree that without help, he would have died within hours. I'm extremely grateful to all 11 of the men who saved my life Saturday, and I'm also extremely uh, sorry that they had to risk their lives to save me, Matthews told the Associated Press. I certainly made poor decisions and was underprepared for this hike. Hmm. A 22-year-old engineer from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, said in an online interview that he has plenty of hiking experience, but not during harsh weather, uh, winter conditions. He, se- he set off in spiked sn- snowshoes, planning to re- complete the challenging nine-mile Amus- Amunasuk...
0: How do you say that? Uh, uh, that, Am-
1: that? Amanusuk.
0: Yeah, that I don't even know what that means.
1: Well, if you come from uh, Coxsackie, New York, all the way to Amunusuk. <laughs> he drove all the way from my anus Yeah. <laughs> to the, <laughs> the Amunusuck Ravine right Trail. through Coxsackie oh. all the way to the Amunosuk River. <laughs> Now, if you have dual citizenship, are you a <laughs> Coxsackian and a Munosuckin? I don't really know. Anyway, which uh, has an elevation gain of 4,200 feet. New Hampshire Fishing Games said that as conditions worsened, Matthews ignored advice from other hikers to turn back. While I did see a group of hikers turn around at the Lake of the Clouds hut, I decided to continue with other hikers because why listen to other professionals on the trail? I'm not here to listen to reason. I was not hiking alone at the uh, point, and the weather conditions had not reached their peak. Once above the tree line, Matthew said he swapped his snowshoes for boots with micro-spikes because the snow wasn't deep and it was easier to navigate the rocks and ridges. But then he lost visibility. He slid down a ravine shortly before noon, banging himself up and twisting his ankle and calling 911. They put out all this rescue to all the time and effort to go through this you should be charged is that i don't know if that's a law up there or not
0: yeah i don't i don't know if they if they charge him for the expense of this but you know i mean really if you don't have any real experience in winter hiking up you know it's never mind the fact it's at mount washington but any real winter hiking experience then you shouldn't be hiking in the winter all kinds of potential problems why are you doing that
1: I don't. Is that like a flex? Is oh yeah? I went and hiked Mount Washington up in those harsh weather conditions.
0: That'd be like saying I'm going to climb Mount Everest with nothing more than uh, this bottle of water and an extra T-shirt
1: and my Patagonia jacket. Yes. Because that will keep me warm from I also, the rain and the wind.
0: I also bought this very slimming flannel that I bought at L.L. Bean. Ooh. Thank goodness I kept the receipt. I'll be able to return it like you can with all L.L. Bean products.
1: Yeah, well, now you can't return anything to L.L. Bean anymore. Yeah. They don't do that guarantee anymore They where were they would fix anything from 30 years ago.
0: Yeah, they're done with that. They realized that there were some people that were taking advantage of it
1: which, uh, which kind of sucks because I really enjoyed that now, I, have, I have an old L beam backpack I was gonna send back to them to fix now I can't do it
0: now you have to go back and buy an over, another overpriced L yeah, Bean bag
1: what they want what were you gonna say? i
0: was just gonna say you know there are certain things that I uh, I know that I'm limited in you know like my limitations are pretty obvious to me I, I face them every single day traversing through a trail that I'm not familiar with or even a trail that I am familiar with, uh, in the winter time just seems inherently stupid to me like there's there's only only bad things can happen along the way and if you make it and you can come down safely, what are you trying to prove? I don't know there's and like there's like ten thousand cars on the road right now throughout New England with a bumper sticker said my car climbed Mount Washington yeah taking the car is probably the better s- decision up Mount Washington than you know, walking across a snowdrift and then dropping 1,200 feet.
1: I wonder if this guy's parents are going to get a bumper sticker that says, "My douchebag kid tried to climb Mount Washington in the middle of a snowstorm, and all I got was this lousy bumper sticker."
0: Yeah, it took yeah, yeah took a took eleven to eleven people to save my kid.
1: It was a pretty elaborate rescue. The trail was marked with rock cairns. You ever see those? Like they're, uh, they're like they're like stacks. It's like it's like markers. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people have traveled this way, and they put a brick or a rock. Yeah, or I didn't know what they were called. Is. Okay. Uh, because the visibility was so poor, they used a system called leapfrogging. One person would stay at the first cairn while another would try to locate the next cairn. I think I'm saying that right? Cairn, C-A-I-R-N. The Close. Uh, third person uh, stood in the middle to keep contact with both. You can't see. The visibility is zero with all the snow and the wind blowing around. Or the wind blowing the snow around, you can't right. see two feet in front of you. Uh, staying safe and finding a balance between not getting too cold and not sweating too much because it was even more dangerous to have sweat freeze. Ooh, that sounds nasty. Yeah, that's not good. After several hours in the ravine, Matthew said there was still a lull in the wind and he spotted the Lake of the Clouds hut in the distance. Although sore, his legs and ankle could take his weight. He was able to climb back up to the ridge and make it to the closed hut, taking shelter underneath an emergency spot rescuers called a cave he then called 911 to update his location and uh, they finally they finally get this guy after 11 hours of of searching for him i would be so mad if i was the rescuer
0: well i mean you're you're there to do your job but i mean it's 11 hours and this could have all been avoided had he just listened to the other hikers yeah. who were saying you know what it's too dangerous to go up there maybe you should turn around
1: and I mean I understand that first responders are there to help people out but I don't think you should be helped out if you made a poor decision like that. If you made a poor decision Well they're to not going to leave out-
0: they're not going to leave them out there to die but you know but you're putting 11 other people at risk to save you. It's, I mean yeah. these, this was even as they're they're describing the rescue this was not a simple operation it wasn't just a matter of hey grab my hand and I'll pull you out. This was a lot more complex than yeah. that.
1: Well, he should be charged with the uh, the bill for that thing. Now, another idiot. You ready? Mm-hmm. A 20-year-old woman who had a baby girl last month and for the girl's name, she wanted to pay tribute to her grandparents. So she named it Harlot. Harlot? Yeah. Her grandfather didn't meet his grandfather when he hired her for an evening or anything. There's no indication that her grandfather ever paid for a naughty time. You know Mm -hmm. what the word harlot means, right? Yes.
0: uh, According to uh, the dictionary, it means prostitute.
1: Yeah. The grandfather's name is Harvey. The grandmother's name is Charlotte. And harlot was the woman's uh, way of blending the names to honor them both. Yeah. Great. You turned us into a whore.
0: I don't think you should cha- you should name your child something that just makes them sound uh, sketchy.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: give them a, like a good proud name, like a, a Steve or a, a Michael, you nobody's, know, something like that. Nobody's
1: proud of those names. Yeah,
0: I know what I'm just saying. Her, no, one, no one's getting into trouble because of those names.
1: Uh, her cousin shared the story on the internet and said the woman had never heard of the term harlot. Which, what, what, is kind of a, an outdated word, I guess. I mean, we don't say that when we talk about those Johns being picked up in Springfield. Oh, yeah, the Harlots but, down there picked up by the DA's office.
0: I know, but yeah. did anybody in the family say, you know, Harlots probably is not what yeah, you yeah. want to call that kid? For, uh, sex worker is really the more, uh, yeah, is yeah. really you know the yeah. more politically correct term now.
1: Yeah. Who uh, is is the way we call them? <laughs> the uh, cousin said the woman wants to keep the name, but her husband disagrees and is petitioning for it to be changed for the child's welfare. It's unclear how that will play out. You know, if it's an outdated term, you're probably not going to have too much of a problem until that one kid in the class finds out what the harlot means. Oh, I know. Ah, oh, you're named after a hugger.
0: A hua. A hua. And Harley, it's a whore. You know, kids can be so cruel, especially to other kids with goofy names and make them look like whores. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Try having a name like Steve. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been made fun of many times like that.
0: No one's making fun of the name Steve.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Well, please.
1: You don't think anybody has ever made fun of? What about Michael?
0: Hey, listen, I've heard the Michael, Michael motorcycle plenty of times. And, you know, it, it, at some point, you just become immune to it. Yeah. But you can't turn your back on Harley.
1: I used to get my, in front of my last name, Steve Naked. Steve Naked! Mm. You know. Yeah. That wasn't that funny.
0: It showed a great lack of creativity on your classmates' part, but Harlot. There's no walking away from Harlot. Uh, I still remember- What was her What was her middle name? Uh, I don't know.
1: Harlot Cheap Date uh, Smith. <laughs> um... My favorite, uh, uh, or one of my favorite SNL skits involved Nic- Nicolas Cage, and I believe it was Victoria Jackson, and she was about to have a baby, and they were sitting down trying to figure out what names they could call the baby, and he's poo-pooing everything that she brings up, <laughs> and he's, she's like, what about John? Oh, yeah, sure. Got to go to the John, John. And she's like, what about Richard? Oh, don't even get me started. You know, he's he's like (laughs) shooting down everything. And she's getting frustrated with him. And finally, at the end, Rob Schneider shows up as a a telegram guy. I have a telegram for Mr. Asswipe. (laughs) And he's like, it's Weepy! (laughs) See, there were some good funny moments on that show. There really were.
0: It's A22 on Rock 102.
1: Springfield's Classic
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.30 in the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown will have all the forecast details for you coming up in just a second. Uh, real quick, uh, Friday night, you're going to be with the road crew at MGM Springfield for free music Friday at the Aria Ballroom from 6.30 to 8.30. The Eagles experience of the band uh, playing that night. It's going to be a great, great time. Stop by the Rock 102 table to register you for a chance to win some pretty cool prizes. It's tomorrow night at the Aria Ballroom at MGM with Steve and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock.
1: That's going to be a good time.
0: It will be a good time.
1: It's going to be packed down there.
0: It will be very busy. So uh, you know, make uh, make your plans.
1: Make your plans early. Don't be like Bax and uh, get stuck in two miles worth of traffic. Yeah,
0: you, you believe you tell you don't. You, you don't want to do walked. that.
1: You could have walked. You could have parked.
0: Somewhere I, I, there walked. was nowhere to
1: park. There, there plenty of places to park. You could have parked on a side street down there somewhere. All, all the streets were blocked every were, were, street were, were was
0: blocked not blocked but they there were no spaces are you sure yeah believe me i look what
1: about our friends over at uh freegos they would have let you parked in their lot freegos uh,
0: was was uh was jammed
1: uh, i believe they're closed the
0: only place where there was lots of available parking in the entire city yeah was at the basketball hall then of
1: fame. why didn't you park there and walk because i the couldn't street.
0: get from east columbus avenue to hall of fame avenue uh at all couldn't move you could, have, go. you could have parked. Uh, you
1: could have parked there. You could have drove right into the Hall of Fame, and you wouldn't even have had to wait. No, it's a very tight parking. And then you could spot. have drove through the parking lot to the other side.
0: I don't know if that's true.
1: Anyway, that's... I, uh, I'm just uh, I'm just showing you that you really don't have what it takes
0: to do this. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you'll have no problem at all. It's
1: not that I won't have a problem, but I will take a problem <laughs> and figure out a way to solve that problem by. Saying, okay, well, if it looks like I'm going to be stuck here for a good 20, 30 minutes, yeah. I might as well find another parking space around here and walk. All right. You have good luck with all of that. I will have good luck with all of that.
0: We got news next on Rock 102.
1: Here's your Western Mass News first alert.
0: 8.36 with Baxon Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Uh, thank you. Back. You're welcome Steve. Uh yeah, this is the story I was going for right here. This is a Holyoke man who has been charged with uh, has been arrested and charged with the murder of Bill Spivy Jr. in Springfield back on December uh, 4th of 2023. According to Ryan Walsh, officers received a warrant last week to arrest 32-year-old Jean Mercado of Holyoke for murder charges. Mercado was arrested Wednesday morning around 7:55 a.m in an apartment on Quincy Street in Springfield. On December 4th of 2023, officers were called to a shooting on Albemarle Street after a shot spotter activation. The gunshot victim identified as 44-year-old Billy Spivy Jr. was found on the road. He was taken to Bay State Medical Center but died of his injuries that same day. Mercado has been charged with murder and several other charges. Uh, The Springfield Police Department, along with the Hamden DA's office, are still investigating uh, the incident. Uh, one day after handing in his letter for a retirement to the city of Greenfield, Police Chief Robert Harry is set to retire tomorrow.
0: Hey, I'm leaving, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, Raj? Are they going go to go uh, to Rob's place for some uh, like cheeseburgers and fries? Could be. Will Cheryl be waiting on him? Cheryl. Uh,
1: the uh, mayor's office announced on Friday they received a letter confirming his retirement on Thursday. Acting Mayor Keith Barnacle. That Robert Hay needs to go. I'm Barnacle Keith the Sailor. Along with a discussion from Mayor Ginny just... (laughs) You know, I'm starting to think we're making a mockery of this story. Uh, Decided to assign Deputy Chief uh, William Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, as acting police chief beginning this Saturday. To the bat phone! Yeah, Are we taking this story seriously
0: enough? Are we giving it the proper due...
1: Yeah, it's Greenfield. Is anything really taken seriously up in Greenfield?
0: A lot of people are are, are very serious about Greenfield. Name five. Uh, well, there's that one guy. Yeah. It's two of his friends, I believe his parents, and uh, there's a guy who lives down the street.
1: Chief Hay, he sent out the following statement. He said, I love working with uh, with and for all of Greenfield. It's been an honor to be the chief of police and yada, yada, yada. Time to put my family first. And, uh. At this time, the mayor's office has no comment on the situation but will provide an update at a later date. City Councilor Sheila Gilmore uh, said much of the city leadership was happy to hear the news after. You imagine that. You put in all your time, and people are happy you're gone.
0: I didn't. Oh, God, the reign of Hay. What took him so long? I thought we would never get to this day, but now we should all rejoice.
1: Uh, by the way, we're having a retirement party for Chief Hay uh, after he leaves. He's not invited to his own retirement party. We're just celebrating that
0: he's yeah. gone. We're having the party of the Taco Bell people were in a
1: uh, She said people were in an uproar they wanted him gone and he wasn't going to leave on his own the former mayor wasn't going to do anything about it now that we've got a new mayor she's not pleased with how that whole thing was handled my best friend sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy the chief hey, he is retiring today
0: you know I hope the day that I uh, retire from uh, this godforsaken business that uh, you know I might there aren't going to be that many people in the building say oh my god I couldn't wait for him to leave
1: i don't think you're going to retire
0: you don't think so? No. They'll be uh, canned long before that happens.
1: no, I think this place will fold up just like every other radio company in this country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something will happen. Well, listen, somebody will get sold. It's possible. Yeah, it's nothing definitely is possible. A, nothing is impossible. That, but that doesn't mean I won't retire at sixty-five. Just may not retire from this place.
1: That's right. You could be retiring from floor waxing at the local museum. I'll take it. Uh, before the November 2023 election, former Mayor Roxanne Wedgden wedge approved an increase in Chief Hay's salary by an additional thirty three thousand nine hundred one dollars, according to the Greenfield Recorder. That, to me, that seems like a move that you're trying to just up the. You knew he's going to retire, so you up the ante. Is like, yeah, let's give you thirty three thousand extra dollars. And
0: uh that way well, you can uh, retire you know, at, at your, what is it like it, it, it's either like 80% or you uh, or at the the highest year in your last three years something like something that something crazy yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. so if that was your highest year it would be 33 extra thousand dollars. <laughs> Maybe it's like months. I
0: ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. In May of 2022,
1: a special jury in a civil suit found the Greenfield Police Department discriminated against retired officer Patrick Buchanan. Chief Robert Hay was put on administrative leave that same day, but was reinstated in September of 2022 by the mayor following a legal matter that developed before the split verdict in the Buchanan versus D- Buchanan and Dodge versus the city of Greenfield. The investigation was called for uh, following a conversation between Chief Hay and other parties on April 22nd in the parking lot of the Hampshire County Superior Court, which the former mayor said Chief Hay interpreted as an attempt to circumvent court proceedings regarding a possible settlement. However, the investigation found no credible evidence that
0: Hay violated city policy. We're going to have to stay out of Greenfield for a few months.
1: You don't have to give me incentive to stay out of there.
0: Steve, it's a breathtaking town. Uh, and besides, there's a lot of happy people that, hey, is gone. Yeah, I know, but still, maybe we're not taking this as uh, seriously as they would like us to take it. Where are you retiring to, Chief? Hey, well, I'm going to go to Coxsackie,
1: New York, <laughs> right after I visit My anus, Connecticut. Yeah, you know, we vacation in My anus. I love My anus.
0: Especially this time of year,
1: with that beautiful view. Hey, his decision was abrupt, and while City Council Rachel Gordon uh, told uh, 22 News this sudden decision will impact a productive transition of power, she said it's still a good day for the city of
0: Greenfield. Wow, they didn't like this guy at all. Apparently not.
1: I'm not happy with the way it happened, but you know, at the end of the day, we got the outcome I think we needed, so I'm happy about that. Okay. How many people are going to be excited that you retired?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't I mean, think, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some people will be happy I'm walking out the door, but I think for the most part, uh, you know, people will, will wish me well and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. I hope.
1: There's a lot of people, it's funny how like, you know, as popular as this show may be. Yeah. There's still like a good percentage of people that don't like us. Oh, yeah. like Like, like loathe us.
0: Oh, I know. You should see some of the other people that hate me.
1: Uh, like?
0: Well, there's that one guy who yeah. uh, wasn't uh, too uh, fond of me. One guy said I sucked on the uh, Route 10 Tire listener line not so, that long ago. Some
1: guy just told me to shut up a few minutes ago when I was talking to you, giving you guff about huffing it. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> please tell Steve, shut up. That's what he wrote. And I wrote, no, you shut up.
0: You shut up. <laughs> You're not the boss of me.
1: Well, you gotta you got to respond and the better the best way to do that is by fighting them with their own words no you shut up oh you shut up yeah, oh you shut up
0: there's a there's a couple of here uh some guy named Rich had a very uh, interesting comment on the uh route 10 tire uh, listener line rich oh yeah yeah I'm yeah. not going to read that one well I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you can guess where rich is going with this one Backs is okay.
1: Are they saying? Oh, pension is based on the highest three years. Okay. Well, if you yeah. got a good last good year in there, that's, that's that's how you that's how you fluff it up. That ups the ante. That wedge gardner, wedge did up. me a favor.
0: Wedge gardner. Wedge gardner.
1: I think we've uh, we've really finally stretched this out as far Steve, as we've we spent
0: 10 minutes on this story alone well, just, be, ha- just because it's fun to make fun of well
1: hey how about your pioneer valley forecast today which is going to be uh, mostly cloudy <laughs> with a high of 41 uh,
0: nothing else happened yesterday tom- that
1: is newsworthy tomorrow for friday <laughs> uh, gonna see a uh, mix us uh, snow and rain with a high of 43. It's 23 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. I... You say a wish
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 853, and ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's
1: cloudy today with a high of 41. Tomorrow, mix of rain and snow with a high of 43. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, the ride to remember this year is going to be on September 7th. We've uh, talked to, uh, to John Delaney uh, many, many times about that. But there's a lot of events that lead up to it that help uh, that help support the ride to remember. In the studio with us right now, from uh, from square one, it's Chris Alder. It's good to see you. Good to see you guys. Good morning. Good
1: morning, and uh, we're. G- I'm going to be there for this uh, this event on Sunday.
2: Always at, good at to have y- you there, the y- Steve.
1: Yeah, the Scantic Valley YMCA in Wolverham. It's
2: going to be a great event. Uh, I mean, we did this last year too. It's yeah, fun. The, so much fun. The inside ride. Yeah, so I'm so used to
1: riding that peloton at home with the the people just talking to you through the screen. But can you, as the instructor of the class, go
2: one more juicy push, love? <laughs> can you say I'll, it
1: like I'll
2: that? have to feign my my British accent. Yeah, there, yeah, I'll have and, a, yeah. A go there. All right. <laughs> you know I'm a Peloton fan too, so I, yeah. I totally get it. But it this is a great event. Um, we'll do three sessions on on Sunday. Um, I'm happy to say that the event is sold out. We do have a waiting list, so if folks want to get involved, um, they can just contact me and uh, we'll put you on a waiting list. Um, do you anticipate
0: uh, needing extra paper? Towels for the one more juicy push. And yeah, they, uh, yeah. a guy would think you would need think a you, squeegee, yeah.
2: uh, some paper
1: towels. So you, you ran out of paper towels last year. That was the problem.
2: Maybe, you know, yeah. So. No, we will have plenty of paper towels, and <laughs> plenty of water, and uh you know, I, I can't speak to the juicy push, but All right. uh, yeah, but. Oh,
0: that's probably for the best. <laughs>
1: Uh, but you got, uh, so it's, uh, so you're sold out for, for this event. Yeah. On, pretty, on like bank. I said,
2: if folks want to try to get on the waiting list, um, I'm sure we'll have some last minute changes right. um, and slots available.
1: But donations are always still welcome because 100%. all the funds go to great community events and organizations. That's right. And Square One is not an exception
2: to no, that. No, we're and so excited. Um, you know, it, it it's really great when different organizations can come together. It's like the ultimate collaboration. Yeah. So here we have the YMCA um, hosting the event. Event, donating the space there. Um, myself as a, a square one employee, but also um, you know, a committed YMCA instructor. And the, the Ride to Remember is something that's very near and dear to me. Um, my, my husband and I have participated for years. Mm-hmm. Um, the cause is really important. But I love that they take the uh, mission of the Ride to Remember and honor fallen first responders by participating in these community events um and um funding community activities that work to make our communities safer and stronger um this year they're going to help um square one fund a brand new playground at our king street site um again we're we're making that community safer and and helping these kids it's awesome
1: for the people who don't know what square one is about can you just uh, sure. tell us about what Well, that you is? know
2: i'm never at a loss for words i you? know yeah i know that's I- square- i've never <laughs> noticed you been. that's why i figured
1: i'd let you do it yeah. well
2: square one is uh, is actually one of springfield's oldest um non-profit organizations um we serve about 500 young children every day Infants, toddlers, preschoolers, and school-age kids, um, and about fifteen hundred additional families through our family support services. So, um, you know, all of our families come to us with different levels of needs. Some of them need um, early learning, childcare experiences. Some of our families benefit from our home visiting programs and um, program models to support parents who are in recovery and um, incarcerated and post-incarcerated parents. And everything we do is designed to position the young children for success. So we know that we, are, we can only go so far working with the kids directly if we're not supporting mom, dad, the foster parents, the grandparents, whomever is responsible for the, um, the health and well-being of these young children and um, you know helping them chip away at some of the barriers that are in their way.
0: And, and there's some, some exciting news coming uh, you know, down the road. I'm sure yes. we'll have you back to talk about uh, some of those things that are, that are happening. But, it, I mean, it, it is good to see – you know you know separate organizations working together to help each other out it's it's not like you know it's 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 all us or all you it's like there's a collaboration here and i think that's I mean, that says a lot for not only what the Ride to Remember is, but also for Square One and the other organizations they work with.
2: Oh, 100%. I see that that's been such an evolution in the nonprofit world. More and more um, community organizations are coming together. It used to be that, you know, everybody was so protective over their, you know, their projects and their donors. And it was like, that belongs to me. And don't. now it's it, it's sort of like you look at an opportunity and you say, okay, so we can take this piece of it. Why don't I call our friends over at, you know, another organization and bring mm. them to the table? and make our application for funding that much more attractive by saying we have experts in different pockets of whatever this project is to come together and, and work on it together instead of reinventing well, the wheel
1: yeah and and to that point you know many people who utilize services of a nonprofit could be utilizing services of different several nonprofits absolutely. at the same time so it makes sense to kind of collaborate and,
2: yeah, and absolutely well and then sunday's yeah. um inside ride is a perfect example of that it's it's several different groups coming together together nobody feeling like they're the, taking the lead or in charge and you know it's just folks coming together supporting all the different organizations that um that the ride to remember supports and honoring the the folks who um have you know made the ultimate sacrifice and lost their lives in the line of duty
1: I just have one request. Can we have John Delaney towel the sweat off my head while I'm? John,
0: fighting? if you're listening, yeah. there's a special yeah, sure request. You you know yeah. He would do that for you. Yeah. he's the kind of guy that would do that, but only for you. Right. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll powder you dry <laughs> it's after a, you're done. That's a
1: public service he's offering.
0: Chris right. Allen from uh, from Square One uh, Sunday's uh, event is sold out. The inside ride at uh, at the YMCA and in. Uh, in in Wilbraham, but there are other events that you guys are doing. Yeah,
2: yeah. John's got um, a couple of other um, fundraisers coming up Sunday, um, March 3rd at Illicit Brewery in Manchester, Connecticut. Fundraiser there. Um, you can sign up for the ride um, at a significant discount there, too. Um, and on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, Trailer Trash concert at Vanished Valley. Nice. Ooh, who
0: are they? I've never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, they play on occasion uh, yeah. throughout yes. the area. Uh, very a very rare appearance there, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Chris Aldis, great to see you.
2: Great to see you, too. Thanks, Lock.
0: Thank you. It's eight fifty nine with Bax and Dangle on Rock One O Two.